Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with another interview with another independent wrestler. This week, we've got Isaiah Wolf. Isaiah Wolf, what's going on, man? What's up, man? And with me this week, I've got my co-host, Bobby, of course. Bobby, what up? What up, what up? What's going on, man? So, Isaiah. What's up? Where are you from, man? Oh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, Flatbush by way of Brownsville. Oh, okay, okay. So where are you at currently right now? Oh, <laughs> um, Crown Heights. Um, so. Yeah, New York base. Could you elaborate? Oh yeah, I'm from New York. <laughs> for those that don't know what, for those that don't know what Ground Heights, Flatbush, Brownsville is, New York, Brooklyn. So what about growing up? That made you want to be a wrestler? Um, pretty much, you know, MSG, them weekend shows. That those weekend shows. Was you going to house shows? At that time. So you got into wrestling by watching independent wrestling. I got into wrestling pretty much. Um, I would say the millennial phase. You know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan, big um, Hulk Hogan fan. But, of course, I wasn't that size. But So when I got to see guys my size, that pretty much kind of, like, changed the game for me. Okay, so who was kind of your uh, big inspiration to get into the game? Um, My my big inspiration? Yeah. I, 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 would, I would say Bret Hart. I'm, like, honestly speaking, there's something that just about him is, like, kind of clicked. And I just, like, I pretty much followed him all throughout – WWE until I got until I got older and started watching various other promotions and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So uh, where'd you start at? Oh, I started at Words of Wrestling. Still there. Um, currently, I'm their No Limit Champion, and so this is like a big, pretty big deal for me right now. Okay, okay. So this is like pretty much my first ever my singles run because I used to be a tag team and former tag team champion over there. So um, I pretty much started branching out there. I've been doing it. Um, full-time now for about three years we're going into my third going into my third year this september coming up and with the and within that it started off i've wrestled over 14 different 14 different promotions in six states i sound like a busy man i'm like i'm I'm fortunate fortunate doing the drives hashtag by bob evans So, what made you go to Wow? What was, why were they in the promotion that you uh, um, decided to top on with? Funny thing about it, I, um, and like it's, it's like it's kind of go full circle because you know, growing up, me going to all the live MSG events, WWE. Eventually, I wound up working there. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, me being, you know, and when they came to the sh- when they came to MSG, of course, I had to work those events. But I met my I met my wife at MSG, uh-huh. and dope. she heard I was. A, yeah, she I was a big wrestling fan, and um, some of her friends went to this thing called Yep, I Like Wrestling. I do, like, monthly pay-per-view parties. And it's like, the world works. I always say, like, the world works in mysterious ways, or the wrestling community is small because of some way, somehow, everyone knows somebody. Yeah. So one of the guys that um went there, pretty much, he started training at Words of Wrestling. Now, I've pretty much been to, like, every school, or I've looked at every, checked every school in, their, um, in a tri-state area that I can get my hands close to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I went to, I went to a few Johnny Rod seminars, learned how to do a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I kind of had a background in amateur wrestling, so it kind of helped me out when it came to doing certain certain things that you do in wrestling. Okay, but, uh, so you say you had, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, I had, I had, a, I had an amateur wrestling background, so I kind of like kind of knew like holds and 
like pretty much I knew the wrestling aspect, but I had to learn the wrestling techniques. Uh, so do you, would you say you're a mat wrestler now, now that you're uh, in the ring? Um, I would say I'm a lot more well, well versed because you, when you're, when you do an amateur, you just learn how to stay off your damn back. You're like, you make sure <laughs> that you, you stay off your back, but you also learn the process of doing it. You learn how to, how to manipulate bodies and joints and make people feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> short, so to say. I feel you. I feel you a little, yeah. uh, little Pete Dunn action. Yeah. But, um, but all of a sudden I had a friend that I'm like, I would want to become one of my best friends in his business and outside of business. Um, Brandon Jolly, shout out to him, Marcus Marquis. He, um, all of a sudden, yep, I like wrestling, posted up a picture of him having his first match at, at Warriors of Wrestling. I did my research. Uh, I'm like, I spoke to the owner, Joe Bellini, pretty much um, owner and head trainer there. I spoke to him. I was like, I, I got my research. My wife w- was with me side by side. I think one day I just got, I got off of work real early. I just rode my bike from rode my bike from Harlem to Staten wow. Island. Wow. That's where I came. Yeah. Like a, so pretty a much, bicycle or a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I Lance Armstrong that I buy I tr- I troop a bike like, yeah from from Harlem from from Harlem to the ferry out on the ferry got off the ferry and rode. Anyone that's ever traveled to to Fun Station in Staten Island in the, on Victory Boulevard knows it is steep hills, and then divots and then back to steep hills and and this is my first imp- and this is the first impression I gave. To not just the trainers, but the boys that were training there that are that are there now. It's like, oh, this dude. Well, you know, jump. At least you got that cardio. Yeah, like I always kind of, I always try to keep myself on um, ahead of the game when it came to cardio and stuff like that. That is some amazing Rocky level shit, my dude. Yeah, so I think um, <laughs> I think from there, I kind of like, I kind of had to itch by when I was first learning, going to like these seminars and like looking at other guys do this stuff and then going to like local indie shows and stuff like that. But then when I got myself in that ring, it was just like, yo, this is, um, yeah, I'm just going to gr- hit the ground running. So when you say seminars, is it like technique seminars or is it like showmanship seminars? Like you do go to like. Oh, no, like I will like, um, I had friends that went to Johnny Rods or, or Gleason's gym and, um, they were like they would somebody come through and stuff like that. They're like, hey man, come we have like an open like an open ring and stuff. So like when the owner of or when Johnny Rods were going to the back, I would like sneak to the ring and then learn like a few bumps, a few rolls and stuff like that. You know, just just to get my feet wet and stuff. But uh, but that wasn't enough. Like I had to jump in head first and stuff like that. And then when I got the chance to go to Words of Wrestling, um, Jay Gomez, one of the head trainers, um, Jay George Estrada, one of the other head trainers. And then Joe just pretty much like, like pretty much help help me out get my um get my feet feet planted, and I kind of figured I kind of thought it was kind of funny because that following month um I went to a Ring of Honor event and this was the last show for Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and I got to pick their brains a little bit on how to break wow, in. Wow, that's dope. That's extremely dope. So, so I got to pick um Samoa Joe's AJ Styles. This was best. This was best in the world when Jay Lethal first won that title when he first got his world title. So it was like it was kind of a cool moment, and then that following month, I'm like right after I got my advice from AJ Styles on what to do and how to maintain yeah. my marriage and wrestling, I was just like, all right, cool. This, this is the sign. And I kind of just went for it. I mean, he is the phenomenal one. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're gonna take advice from anyone in the business, I can't think of anyone more qualified than the yeah, phenomenal and, one. 
Yeah, and it was kind of funny um, that you say that because he told me like he was training for like about a few weeks and just threw him into his first match. Um, I like to call myself very opportunistic, and when opportunity presents itself, I just I go for it because the same thing happened for me. I started in September, the end, the last week of September, had my first match beginning of November, November fourth. I had like yep. four to three weeks of training worth of training in, and I just had my first match after that. It's a pretty so I gotta do it, man. I mean, might as well jump right in. Yeah. All right. So Isaiah Wolf, tell us about Isaiah Wolf. Who are you in the ring? I'm a beast. I'm like, don't like, don't get it twisted. Like, like they, I may come off like a thug and whatnot, and sometimes I am. And <laughs> like when you push the right buttons, but like finesse, power, strength, speed, high fly, I do it all. I call myself a hybrid athlete in the ring for a reason. Um, I like that. I like that. What's your finisher? Oh, my, oh my finisher? Oh, imprint. Which, What's the imprint? What's the imprint? Oh, I like the name. Oh, the sign, the sign, my, signature is the, my signature is the imprint. It's pretty much um, a snap mirror that leads into a corkscrew European to the back. Um, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much like I have it on, on, my, on my media pages. Um, and then one of, the, one of the new moves I'm doing so far is pretty much a pop-up knee. I like I like to call pop that uh, yeah, pretty much pop up, take that knee right to the dome. Okay, all right. AKA, AKA like shot it. to the head. Oh, calling a shot to the head. I like that. I like that. So, how did you get your title? What was that match like? Um, uh, first, like I like I say, if I had to like pretty much gear my career, my like my career and how I started, like like mm-hmm. opportunity, like opportunistic and stuff like that. My first title I ever won was the tag team titles. Okay, who was your partner? Um, TK, TK the fifth, aka the Cookie Pimp. If I get into crack, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honestly speaking, that that it that is in that was his gimmick. He was pretty much, he was a Cookie Pimp. Like you know how you have um Bullet Club, the Tokyo Pimp. Just think of that oh. a bunch of Oreo. Think of that guy with just just black pot belly, but with with Oreos. Um, yeah, I can see what he's crazy. I see what he's doing here. I see what he's doing here. Yeah, just, just really. I'm like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in if you actually see it live. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not doing any justice, but it's just, it's just a fun way to describe it. Um, myself being, you know, just hard nosed, gritty person, and I got a guy that, that eats cookies on his way to the ring. Um, nah, but pretty much <laughs> one of the guys, one of the guys got hurt, and um, was pretty much like he mm-hmm. had to. You know, postpone his um the rest of his title dates, the whole tag team. So they just give they gave us a shot, and we just and we just took the opportunity and ran with it. And one of the first titles I got was the tag team titles. Very um, nice. And I was like, and that was a big moment because I was still I was still within my first year when I went when I won my first um title for that company. Um, that was very dope. You got yeah. you still got uh replica. Did they give you replica of the belt? Keep- uh, not nah, it needs a little bit different. Like WWE, you get a you do a deposit and they give you a title after you. You drop it. Uh, mm-hmm. Independent market is a little bit different. You don't really get, you know, the replica just yet. Not in the Indies. Not unless you'd like a Ring of Honor or or, or a New Japan. Oh, uh, okay. I so, mean, I could yeah, have but, some. Um, I could have about someone. About that, dude. Huh? So I, I know some people. I could have someone make you that belt if you want it. Oh, then you definitely got to talk to the owner about that because that would be, <laughs> be dope. Trust me. Um, but yeah, there might the be second- some things there. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but um, our, my second title, my my single title, this is like my first ever single title that I'm I'm currently holding right now, 
it's the no limit title. Pretty much, let's just say you let's just you mix the a hardcore division with the with the um, X division, all meshed up into one. Okay. Yeah. So this is I like part, that. This is pretty much an ECW mix with a little bit of PWG. So, and so, I'm, and I, so I'm sorry, Greg. What? So no, it's like pretty much like. I'm sorry, we cut each other off on this I one, know, but just now just mix it up like PWG um infused with ECW. I finished off the year as, a, as an Olympus champ, but now I'm starting it off as an Olympus champ. So I'm the, the, the face for right now. So is the title like, you know, kind of like that hardcore title where it was like interchanged a lot? Or is it something that you think you're going to nah. hold for a while? Um, that, 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 that depends. Like all of a sudden, like, I, like let's just see how it goes. Like, I really can't say too much on, on that, but I, I know, I know, I, I know this is my big opportunity to, to impress a lot of people, and I'm doing it so far. But this is another another door for me to open, so people can actually see what I can really do. I've been doing tag teams for about two years now, like at Warriors, but I've been wrestling singles and in, in other independent promotions and markets. So outside my home world, I was able to show what I can do as a solo. This is my time to do it at at the place that trained me and made me. I can dig that very much. Push your homegrown talent. So what is two eight? What is two thousand eighteen looking like for you, Isaiah? Um, more opportunities for me. Um, pretty much, New York. Uh, as competitive as it is, you really got to make your name out here. So I'm like anybody that anybody that wants to make a name out here in New York, that is the perfect place, especially in the independent scene, because it's, it's hot. Like this, I always, I always say, the beginning of last year is the perfect time to be a, to be a professional wrestler, especially in the Indies, because I'm like you can you can do a lot more. Oh, I you, definitely you, agree. There's a lot of opportunities. Um, um, my my career starting off as prime example. Um, for me right now, it's more bookings. I'm like, I just got, I just been taking over New Jersey. I took over New Jersey market so far. New York, Pittsburgh, Philly. Um, now I'm starting to branch out into the New England market, and they're starting, and they kind of like, they're really feeling my style out there. So I'm probably going to be in Rhode Island, Boston, um, Connecticut, doing a lot more shows out there. And I think once in a blue moon, I may work in Chicago, Atlanta, or um, or the Carolinas from time to time. Markets I definitely want to take over, hopefully. Wow, man! Do you got a manager, or is it just you doing the bookings? Or is it your wife? Um, prim- primarily me. My wife pretty much handles like certain certain affairs, like some yeah. things that kind of some some stuff that kind of like gets outside my control. I'm like my wife. She got her. She has pretty much my wife. My wife is like. If I can call, if I can make this a metaphor or a phrase, my wife is the Vince McMahon. I'm the John Cena in our relationship. All of a sudden, you might see me a lot, but she's the mastermind between everything that happens, you know, at home and then outside and in the ring. So pretty much, she holds she holds it down from my my merchandise sales, uh, certain my certain itineraries when I'm when I'm doing bookings. But when it comes to me actually talking, when it comes to me getting my bookings and talking to promoters. It's me face value talking to you directly, but all of a sudden she makes sure that my, my calendars and my dates ain't, ain't too jammed up. Okay, that's very dope. So now here's a very important question about Isaiah: Are you a heel or a face? <laughs> oh man, um, uh, it's that's 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 a damn good question because believe it or not, um, Warriors of Wrestling, I'm a, I'm a heel, but I'm like I'm like the Kevin Owens of Warriors of Wrestling because all of a sudden. Um, excuse me for my language, but I come off as a complete dick and a piece of shit, but people cheer me for it. Hey man, this is the heels of wrestling. This poor heels at all times. I'm like, they, they love me. Um, certain promotions, like I was saying, Rhode Island and Connecticut, I'm, a, I'm definitely a face because of 
the flashy, the flashy and finesse moves I do. But once I, when I got to put the heat on somebody and I actually got to, you know, and I got to make these crowd, make them crowd hate me, I definitely do my job doing that. Like, okay. yeah, but yet still, though, they, when I want to get, when I want them to hate me, they hate me. Like, I, I know how to perfect that job. I like that. So you trying to work both sides, you know, never see where they end up going. Honestly, honestly speaking, I, I feel like to be a, um, to be a good, to be a great face, mm-hmm. you got, you got to be a, you got to be a marvelous heel. Like me personally, I like, I, I like being a heel because I can control the tempo. Like it pretty much shows how, how, how good of a ring general I am that I'm a heel. Cause I'm the one that controls the pace and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. I'm the one that sets the, the tempo of how, how this match is going to go and, and stuff like that. That's straight true. I never thought of it like that. I'm like, oh yeah, man. Like, you can have like, you can have a great face. I'm like, oh, for all the John Cena's out there, you, you needed a Randy Orton or an Edge. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, speaking of kind of WWE like that, what what's your opinion on the current state of WWE? If you don't mind. Um, smart. Honestly, do you think so? Like, uh, I'm, I, business standpoint, I see what they're doing. Like they're uh-huh. taking everyone. If if you're a top indie star. I'm like they're gonna snatch you up eventually, like all of a sudden. Like, I definitely think that's their business plan. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and that's cool. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I appreciate that. I really do because you snatching all these hot indie stars, you making a lot more openings for a guy like me to make a name for myself. <laughs> I dig that. I like doing it like that. But I'm like, I mean, you can snatch Adam Cole and you can snatch Adam Cole and everybody else and whatnot. Could I just leave it? Because for those guys, you got a hundred other guys that's feeling to get that spot and busting their ass to do it. So is it kind of that very much ladder system in the indies where you have the top guy, WWE comes and creams the crop, and then it's it's just a next guy up kind of thing? Yeah, I, I'm like I I would just say that's um that's that's sports in general. True, true, very true. I'm like uh that's pretty much I would just say like and, and every not not just wrestling alone I would just say that's just football basketball baseball for all of a sudden um for your you know for your Joe Montana's what did you get a, a John Elway a Peyton Manning you you know for your Michael your, for your Dr J's and your Will Chamberlain's you got yourself a Michael Jordan Larry Bird Mar- Magic Johnson Kobe LeBron like so all of a sudden there's always like everyone's always waiting to take the spot for the guy that that set the bar. So right. I, I just feel like I feel like competition makes more success, makes you makes you thrive to be better than, than your predecessor. I can dig that. I can dig that. So, what would you say is your favorite match of all time? Like that he's been in or that he's seen? Ooh, uh, let's do seen first and then been in. Oh man, that's that's tough because um because I I grew up as a WWF going to the WWE. Yeah, um, yeah, and and then as I got older and all of a sudden, you know, and I and I was able to get my own television and and I and I got my own cable box, <laughs> uh, then I was able to branch out and watch a lot more other stuff. But if I would have said my early years, um, yet again, Bret Hart fan, uh, I would say WrestleMania 12 Iron Man match, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, uh, yeah, that was like one. Um, that was my all-time favorite match f- for that era, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet again, Bret Hart, Austin, the return of Bret Hart at Madison Square Garden Survivor Series. We went True. for uh, then when that when I got a little older, then it was like I got to watch ECW was um, Sabu versus Cactus Jack. Uh, mm-hmm. um, then when I got exposed to Ring of Honor, then I think any anything that 
Brian, Brian Danielson versus Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, Nigel McGinnis, Brian Danielson, or, or Kenta. True. I mean, early Ring of Honor was just putting out belters. I'm like, yeah. I was like, and then, um, of course, uh, when TNA got up and coming and all of a sudden X Divisions took, took over for their. But what I feel like were main events or main event matches that were just on the mid card level. I would um I would say AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels triple threat match. Oh god, yeah, that's one of the best non WWE. That's one of the best wrestling matches ever. What am I talking about? Yeah, uh, match. I'm yeah. really I'm really waiting for him to talk about Dolph Ziggler and how awesome he is. Like I'm just I'm I got my fingers crossed. Oh nah, you know the great part about Dolph Ziggler is um I I actually met him before I even got into wrestling. And that really? was, and that was the funny part. I met I got I met Dolph at a amateur wrestling seminar. That's fucking cool. Yeah, so all of a sudden oh, like your Dolph anecdote. Like so all of a sudden, you know, Dolph and his Kent State records and him being a Hall of Fame and whatnot. Like a lot of amateur wrestler guys that went into the E did a lot of wrestling seminars for like, you know, high school students that, you know, made a name for themselves, you know, they're in the state and stuff like that. So I was able to see uh, Jack Swagger or, or Kurt Angle, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Even got to um, kick it and pick pick the brain of Gerald Briscoe because the Briscoe brothers are um, the original Briscoe brothers. They're big amateur wrestling background fans. Oh, cool. I know that. But um, my favorite my favorite match of my yeah. own, per- I would say um, yeah. the the match I had with Darius Carter. Uh, shout out to DC. He's been he's killing it right now in the Indies and stuff like that. And all of a sudden he just um, he just had his match against Pete Dunn during um during uh Survivor oh really Series, wow during the Survivor Series weekend and stuff like that. So I think that was like that was my my biggest match that pretty much broke that broke me out of my shell and got a lot more eyes on me. Um, pretty much this it, it was just a knockdown drag out fight. Like honestly speaking, like like honestly, like, it was just a, a lot of emotion that got gained into it. Pretty much twenty minutes of just hard hitting. Like I'm I'm going to try and knock you the fuck out. Like type of re- type of wrestling. Okay, wow, that's very dope. So I've got a question. How big is like the promotion you you your home promotion? Like, do you guys do promos? Do you guys have like mics at your events, or is it more like a? No, we do promos. Um, we do prom we do promos. Um, we do our promos. We do. We would like to. We we call it the Warrior Wire. We do our promos to, to pretty much showcase our, our upcoming shows, followed by our promos on our like some of us do our, our own promos to get ourselves um. More now, I would say more publicity, but to build up our event, like on our own social media pages and stuff like that. Um, from what I from what I know and what I've what I've seen, we're the only promotion that runs about every month in in New York City, and that that draws a good amount of attendance. Say, there's hundreds of them in Florida, man. Oh God. Yeah. So like I, would, like I would honestly say I'm like um, right now in New York New York City, um, even though we don't stand out and stuff like that, people still flock to see us and I, and um. I don't think anyone has been able to touch us on a consistent basis of putting out on putting out shows. We've been doing it for we just had a tenth anniversary, which where I won my first single title, and we've been we've been we've been nonstop consistent of show a month for ten years straight. Not too many promotions in New York City have done that. Any promotion that I know of. Do you guys host wow. your uh, matches online? Yeah, um, Warriors of Wrestling. Have a, we have a, a YouTube page. We have um, our own fan page, Warriors of Wrestling. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, okay, yeah, day of the, yeah, day of the war. Um, uh, day of a warrior. Pretty much more of our studio tapings that allows um other indie wrestlers to either wrestle amongst each other or some of the the words of wrestling talent. 
it uh yeah pretty much pretty much branches branch us out that's right do you guys have a promotion that you work probably the closest with um we've actually um so far i'm like that i know it's it's just us we have done some partnerships but for the main Mm -hmm. for the main it's pretty much been a dominant Mm -hmm. one one set promotion i know in in the near future we probably may work with other people but that's something i gotta you know really check with the the owner about but other than that it's just pretty much us all right i got a question so isaiah when is isaiah wolf coming to a central florida area so the heels of wrestling can go watch him Whenever somebody in Central Florida books me, I'm like I have. <laughs> I'm like, if you know promoters that are willing, to, I'm like, if you know promoters that are willing to, to take that risk on me and uh, and let and let us see what New York is about, I'm be glad to show them that. Um, the last promotion I definitely did hit up that um I'm not sure if it's Central Florida, but I definitely hit up um Ignite Wrestling. Um, I know they're they're sticking with their talent and whatnot, which is which is heard of most people that have their own promotion stick with their core group of guys and stuff like that because they, yeah. they know them or like it's every everyone always looks out for each other it's like you have to take a big chance on outs on the outside of the book i mean and stuff like that and some promotions have done that for me so i can't so i can't really say anything but it just i guess it just takes time um i just like i learned from guys that i always consider like i always gotta jamie noble said it associate yourself with people that are better than you and take their wisdom with that as well so one of the things I always heard was sometimes, even if it's not, even if you you feel like you're ready, it just not, might not be your time. So like um, Shane Strickland told me that at a last Warriors show, he was like, I might I might be ready for it now, but it might not be my time. So when I'm actually, it's my time. I know for a fact I can go out there and kill it. It's a very confident approach. I like that. I'm like, you got to be confident in this business or at least have some type of chip on your shoulder. I know that's what I, I perceive from time to time, but I, I just feel like I, I, I got to. It's a very facey kind of like man of the promotion statement, though. Where's the heel? Where's the dramatic? Where's the fuck you to everyone? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, oh, most definitely. It's definitely gonna be a, a f you to, to your face. I have no problem. Like there we go. Like, um, honestly speaking, like yo, I can't go. I can't do anything half ass when I start anything. I'm like, like I don't start anything without the without the notion that you're gonna recognize that I'm the best. I'm like I don't claim myself to be not. I claim myself to be the best athlete. In the independent market, period. Oh, oh, like, um, shit! Here we go. Now it's nope. coming. This is what I like. I'm clapping <laughs> right now. Oh my! Like, you can't say that. You can't say no shit like that without having without having to back it up. I'm like, oh my! Like, you could be a great wrestler, but all of a sudden you are not going to be a better athlete than me. I work too yeah, hard my whole life. Game tapes. Yeah, <laughs> some footage. I'm like, honestly speaking, I, I work too hard from day one. From doing a little peewee football, baseball, soccer, track and field, all that, all them sports, to be the person I am now. I work hard. I work hard. I work hard, and then work harder to be the best. And even that's not good enough. All right, so I respect that. As a traveling independent wrestler, like when you get booked for other promotions besides your home one, do you ever get to win in these matches, or do they do tend to put their own wrestlers over against you? Um. Honestly speaking, that's like it really it really varies to be quite honest with you because sometimes they may I may get hit up. All right, this person's going over, but then at, at the last minute they'll go by a crowd's reaction and then just flip it. Like I've been booked to lose like certain promotions, like at certain promotions to people and whatnot. Then like oh shit, the crowd is really into this guy. Mm, you know, tell the tell the referee switch to finish, and I'm like I'm like hey, like my job is to, my job is to make people want to come back. Not just for the show, but to see me, man. Like the crowd and into the crowd and into you, your ass ain't getting booked. That is very true. So have you? Like you, nah, you I was like, you could be. The, 
I'm sorry. God, you good, you good, you good. Nah, I was like, you could be the best, you could be the best at what you do, but if a crowd don't give a shit about you, then what's the purpose of watching you? I mean, unless they want to watch you get beat up, which there are wrestlers that, like, I watched Tommy Dreamer just to watch him get hit in the face with, like, two-by-fours. Yeah, but Tommy also had the, the um, you know how to draw that emotion out you. It's true. Right. He'll get he'll get his ass up for about 15 fucking minutes, but he's like, damn, come on, Tommy, fight. Come on. And then we hit you with that. You know, he starts giving them Tommy punches. You, you start having faith in him, man. My job as a heel is to knock that faith out your fucking system. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, like, oh, you want to fight? Your ass is going back down. I don't believe in Rocky movies. <laughs> there you go. So you're the Russian. That's what I'm talking about. Dizey guys. Yeah, so, so pretty much I got that notion. So you're heel now. Have you ever been a face? Like, when you started, did you want to be like that, that face guy, like that? John Cena, I uh, will do everything right, Mr. Perfect type person, or has that never uh, been in your blood? Oh uh, no, nah, I wanted to be a face. I'm like, I feel like faces get to do a lot more cooler shit. But um, but even as a heel, I still do, I still do cool shit. It doesn't really matter. It just the fact I just like um, like I said, as a as a heel is, as a heel, you you just learn how to control the tempo of a, of a match. You learn how to you know, you control the crowd. I'm like my my job my job is um it's it's old school but it's it's true my job is to make to make you root for the face. I mean yeah, if you're getting booed, you're doing your job right. Pretty much, like people hate the Miz, he's doing his job right. I love the Miz, but I mean yeah, I, I agree that people hate him, but that's that's why I love him is because he does like everything so well as a heel. Yes, mind you, my man does nothing. He does nothing at all, but he does it so well. Exactly. Like, you never see the Miz. Do a 450, like at all, but he does he does what he needs to do. Exactly. And he still collects them checks from that Marine 17 movie or whatever. <laughs> yeah, all, all 47 of them. <laughs> man just keeps making them movies. <laughs> hey, man, they're they going to pay him to do it. Why not? So that's true. So, Isaiah, with the rise of New Japan, Ring of Honor, PWG, even, even Defiant. Yeah. Is WWE your dream goal? I'm like, yeah, honestly speaking. Um, I've actually had a few friends that actually had an NXT tryout and WWE tryouts and stuff like that. And uh-huh. yeah, and, and my and it's and it's and it's a, it's a I would say it's a good experience to have that feedback. So I feel like when I get that opportunity, I'll be ready because I'll I'll have an understanding of what they want and stuff like that. But like they said, they want athletes. I I call myself the best athlete in the independent market. So. Of course, okay. by the time, I, of course, by the time, by the time I get to that point and whatnot, or I get that, I get that call. It's like, yo, I gotta be, I gotta, be, I gotta be my A game. Like my mic skills, I gotta be, gotta be perfect. Like, because if I can't sell your ass to come through, then mm, it's gonna be t- kind of be tough. You say WWE, but you know that Ring of Honor has a cruise that they're gonna do, right? Oh yeah. Um, I, but- honestly, like that, the end game for every, the end game for most guys is Ring of Honor. I mean, not Ring of Honor. Well, Ring of Honor as well. But is W? Everyone wants to be WrestleMania. Everyone wants to be on Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Everyone wants. Everyone wants to be there. Um, like I would love to finish my career an E guy, to be quite honest, because I realized from from talking to veterans and stuff like that, most veterans hit their prime in wrestling at 38. Listening to the Jericho and Chris Edge and Christian podcast, you know, with Cody. Um, Kenny Omega, Jim Ross, Stone Cold podcast. I'm like most of the most of those guys hit their prime at, at 38. Like you learn you learn how to hone your craft while you're young. So by the time you get to that that stage in life and in, in your career, you know what 
what you what you have that makes the crowd go, oh shit, and what you can do. You don't have to be smarter. Look at Cody Rhodes was like a had a crap time in WWE and he's thirty two now in Ring of Honor and he's the he's the man. He's yeah. Basically the man. I don't know about that new blonde uh New blonde hair, but he's, he's trying to look I like a dad. Yeah, I get it. Is he trying to look oh, like a? I mean, is he trying to just be you know the blonde American? Because if he is, that's cool. I, I would even I would even say that I would say he likes to mix up. I, I'm saying he's mixed up the style between his dad and Ric Flair. Two guys. Two guys. To, in my opinion, if you're gonna idolize or, or mimic anybody, you mimic those two. Persona wise, yeah, definitely not a bad. I'm like Rick, Rick bad Flair. Comment. Yeah, Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes pretty much set the blueprint. So, so what to what to do on wrestling and stuff? Like everybody else, just pretty much paved their own path. That's incredible what Ric Flair did, man. Yeah, I was like that anymore. It's a shame. Well, yeah, I mean, he was drunk every day, every day. <laughs> that documentary messed me up. So, so it's, oh, sorry, go ahead, Isaiah. What's up? You can pick the WrestleMania main event for this year. What you got? Oh me? Oh, I'm like I was. That's tough, honestly speaking, because they pretty much gave you all the dream matches early. That's what I'm uh, saying. They dumped them all on us mid year. I would have said if you would have gave me if you would have gave me Finn Balor, AJ Styles, WrestleMania, like Universal Champion versus you know WWE Champion, that would have been great because of that because of how that went down. Yep. Um, I was you gave that to me too early. You pretty much gave you gave me Christmas too early, right there, man. Um, but. I don't know, but the WWE they they bring in people, like I'm like if shit to be if I was if it was me I would have loved to see AJ Styles Adam Cole WrestleMania because I know those guys would kill it. Um, AJ or Nakamura because what they did a New Japan for that Intercontinental title yet again kill it. See something like that on a grander stage and um like just to have Kevin Owens get a, get a shot. Sami Zayn who I feel like I would love to see him have a title run with something. Oh yeah, he needs a belt. Like just have those guys just do do their thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just looking forward to see how they go. How how Royal Rumble is going to play out. That is a very good question. Rumble's coming up. I I don't know who they're going to have win it. I I just hope it's not Reigns. Anyone but Reigns. No, nah, it's not going to be Reigns. I don't I don't believe it. I, don't, I think we 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 got it. We we understand who we we realize what you want. I think Roman Reigns. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're going to go Roman Reigns wise. Man, like, could be the Miz. The Miz comes back to Raw next week. <laughs> I'm serious. I think he, I think he, I think he's looking to break Jericho's record. Yeah, I don't think Miz is ever gonna have a world title run again, which is sad to say. He deserves it. Oh, he definitely does. I just I don't know when he's gonna have it. I'm like, nah, it'd be cool to see Miz as the Universal Champ. Even though I feel like that that WWE title will look a lot more better, but you know, they should never took him off SmackDown. Could you imagine him with a- versus AJ at, at Mania? That'd be a sick match. It should have been the match. But I'm hearing, but I'm hearing some rumors about. Um, every you always hear rumors about wrestling. Wrestling is is always full of the gossip. That's why I love wrestling so much. That Daniel Ryan making his comeback. He's he's healthy, but he's not getting cleared and stuff like that. Me, I'm mm-hmm. just. Oh yeah, well, he's gonna I'm, fight I'm, Shane McMahon. It, yeah, I, I'm just here to be optimistic. I'm just here to, to enjoy myself with these next three months before Mania happens. Well, he's got yeah, the goat face going back on. He's growing the beard back out, letting the hair grow back out. So if he's going back yeah. to wrestling, that's kind of – he's getting there. Yeah, I man. guess we'll know by the end of the Rumble. I think his Rumble's going to be huge. Yeah, man, women. I'm like, obviously, women Royal Rumble, which I'm um, – Yeah, we I'm, got the women Royal Rumble, yep. 
yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for um shout out to Ruby Riot. She was real nice. Well, on the Indies, she was known as Heidi Loveless. She was real nice to me back then when I first came up. Um, how do you like, feel how they called up all those women at the same time as the same thing? Yeah, they do the exact same thing. Um, honestly speaking, I'm like I'm not really mad at it. Uh, because they're they're, they're still on NXT. Some of them still wrestle on NXT. It's just That's right true. now, I'm like is this like now you you have women that can wrestle. You have women that are you have women that been that you never had a spotlight, but now they got a spotlight to show what we've all known from seeing them in the Indies can actually do. Yeah, but is I'm there like, any I'm, women? Is there any woman that can wrestle as good as Charlotte Flair? Let's be real. Oscar. Um, Oscar. I don't know. Oh yeah. Honestly speaking, I'm like everyone. I'm like Charlotte Flair is amazing. I I give it to her. Like she has great genetics to do it. I'm like to to hold to hold it down. But everyone forgot about Paige. Like Paige is still young, and Paige was having banger matches against Emma on NXT for that women's title. Like those two went in. So I, I would say Paige versus Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Women's Champ, Raw Women's Champ. Yeah, but that'd, be a, that'd be a great wrestling match. One would have to move. I'm like that. That's cool. I'm like, honestly speaking, honestly speaking, that's that's pre- that's pretty much every 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 story right there. You got dark versus light, that flowy blonde hair versus that pitch black queen. What? I'll pay to see that. It's way too obvious for WWE to bank on, so they can't do that. It has to be convoluted. Has to have a, a twist in the story. Like some, you know, you know what? Sometimes simple works. <laughs> Sometimes, you're like, oh snap! I, I can't remember the down. last time WWE did simple. Yeah, when has Vince ever done simple? Well, he uh, used I, to do simple. Yeah, yeah. But when, he, when he was younger and an announcer. <laughs> simple blew out the window with PG. Pretty much. Hey man, uh, you can never. You, I would never count. You can never count wrestling out, man. Because everything, everything oh, no. changes. More. Oh no, I think the games definitely change, especially with New Japan. New Japan is just. Yeah, New Japan is New Japan is dope because everything is different. Every match is different in New Japan. Nothing's the same. Everything just feels more important there. Um, I and that's great because I'm like, cause I actually had a conversation about that on a on a, um a drive to one of these outside promotions. Um, it was actually talking about the difference between New Japan and um and and NWE. I would just say because the New New Japan makes everything feel like a fight. Yeah. Like it makes you feel like you're like it's about to see a Mike Tyson Holyfield again, like or you're gonna see a, a Roy jo- Roy Jones Anthony Tarver. Like they hold press conferences for these title bouts. Yeah, like That's- they set they set it up to make like they they set it up to make it seem like it's a big fight feel, and they don't just hand you title shots. You have to earn it, and they don't and if the crowd's not into you, then <laughs> why should I give you a shot? All right, I've got a question for you. Who wins tonight, Kenny or uh, Jericho? Oh man, uh, that's tough. Only because of I'm going by the Shawn Michaels theory when they wanted to see AJ Styles with the Shawn Michaels. Um, what's the payoff? Well, they're saying that's 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 they're saying that's like, me. Like, what's they're trying to get like a relationship with WWE and New World Japan from what I've read a couple places, and that was like Jericho's whole goal. I, I'm like, no, nah, you're gonna get a relationship, you're gonna get a relationship regardless. I'm like, they're you have a outside company that you didn't really look at too much coming into literally starting to make grounds in America. I'm like, honestly speaking, anyone that anyone that had new Japan world, like as myself, it's only $2 less than the WWE network. Like they may confuse you with the night with the nine, nine, nine yen. But if you equivalent that to American dollars, it's just $8 and 71 cents. 
Well, a lot, yeah. a lot cheaper than the network. Yeah. Like even, like even going into West of Kingdom Twelve, there's been press conferences all day today. There was there was face offs in the ring. I'm it's like, just, it's just it's a different feel. I, honestly, honestly speaking, like they, it's it's believable. I'm like not knocking with WWE done because I did it when I was I did it when I was a teenager when I first started out. I'm going to those them WrestleMania access the whole uh, weekend of of you doing that. You're not getting that with New Japan. No. Nope. All of a sudden, you got a press conference. You got you got two guys that, that's one that's gonna most likely knock each other's heads off, and you want to see them knock each other's heads off. Give you that, give you that feel. I'm like, honestly yeah. speaking, New Japan is just doing. I was New Japan are is doing old school stuff for a new school audience that's never watched old school stuff. I agree. You know what? That's a very good way to put it. They've taken boxing promoting and put it to wrestling. Old school boxing promoting. Pretty much. And then they tell the guys to go kill each other, so it actually feels like a fight. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like still it's correct. not new, but it's just not. But it's not new, but it just works. It just looks new. It's retro, just like when people. I got a high top fade. Oh snap, yo, I'm a trendsetter. No, you're not. They had a high top fade back in '91, '81 <laughs> to, to '93, man. And plus, it's just the fact that I know, like, okay, in like five hours, Naito and Nakamura, Okada, Okada. Are about to fight. I know I'm not going to see that probably again till maybe August, maybe at the G1. That feels special. Yeah. If I watch Roman Reigns and Finn Balor, I'm going to see that again in a month on free TV. Yeah. Doesn't feel special at all. I like when they bring in like legends to do like the mania and stuff like that. Like when I was in Dallas, I got to see. You're, you're, you're why the kill. That's why WWE's dying. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though, man. You can't keep bringing all these old people in when you got people like Finn Balor and AJ Styles in your Finn company. Balor's old, man. He ain't young. Finn Balor's only 35. He's, like, he's in his mid-30s. To me, that's old for an athlete. Not, not wrestling. It, it's not. Honestly, it's honestly speaking, I'm like, football, football, basketball, you hear a person, I'm in my mid, I'm in my, early, my late 30s, you're like, oh, his career's done. I like wrestling, nah. You learn how to be, you learn how to be smart with your body. My trainer says it the most. Um, your bump card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you learn how to not, learn how to learn how to work a match without having to take that much bumps. You had a good night. I don't think anyone with the title on Raw is. I mean, in, in WWE is under thirty. Besides, maybe Charlotte. Charlotte's not under thirty. So who who on the who on the roster under thirty has a title? Is Bliss under thirty? Bliss is under thirty. I think that might be it. AJ's not under thirty. Brock's not under thirty. Roman's not under thirty. Is he? No, he's not under thirty. Uh, Charlotte's over thirty. Usos are both over thirty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Seth, uh Jason Jordan might be under thirty. Um, I forgot. I forgot he's now half of. Oh. Yeah. Um, what, what you're seeing now is um I know Seth is not thirty yet. Dean's not thirty yet. They're like in it. They're almost hitting thirty. They're still like in their late twenties. Okay, Jason Jordan's twenty nine. Oh, that's older than I thought. They're still young. Compared to, they're still young for WWE. Oh, Seth's 31. Yep. Yeah, so these guys are. How old's Enzo? These guys are still young. He counts. <laughs> is he champion still? He's 31. He is still champion. He's just sick. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he, he had the flu. Yeah, he's 31, too. So, yeah. There's only two people on, under 30 with a side about right now. And even though, those two were pushing 30. So, you know. 
It's not really that young of a person's game. Pete Dunn's 24. Yes, he is. Oh, God. Cool ass dude, though. He's the, uh, what the. Cool dude. Pete Dunn and Tyler Bates showed up in WWE Whoa. twice this year and had two of the best matches. I love it. And he gets, he takes that, uh, United Kingdom championship with him everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. I bet they pay him to do yeah. it. Well, yeah. yeah. I've seen that title up close. It's a nice belt, man. Oh, that looks like a That's beautiful spell. belt. Very beautiful. Damn, he's real young. Um, Tyler Bates, oh, what? Twenty, maybe nineteen. Yeah, twenty-one. I go 20, 21, I believe now. Yeah. I'm oh, I know you asked me a previous. I know you asked me a previous question about my um one of my my favorite matches um yeah or one of my best matches uh myself and Aaron Bradley um versus um the Ugly Ducklings. The Ugly Ducklings. That I just had. <laughs> the Ugly Ducklings. Yeah. And if you ever, honestly speaking, if you ever watch um, Ugly Ducklings match, these guys are incredible, man. Honestly speaking, you guys. I'll check them out. Yeah. Ugly Duckling, like all of a sudden, it's, it's on my, um, my YouTube page. Aaron Bradley, Isaiah Wolf versus the Ugly Ducklings. Um, great match. Great, great fucking match. I, um, they had a match against uh, Ohio Arthur Killers uh, a couple months ago. And I pretty much, I'm like, I. I promise myself on telling my on, on telling them I'm, I want to I want to top that match y'all had. That's that's I want my match better than what y'all did. I like that you keep trying to push yourself, bro. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm like if I know my face if I know my face people that actually have a name and they built and then all of a sudden they have a strong fan base. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like I like I did back in high school and college. I'm going to watch film. I'm going to study. I'm like what do you what what do y'all do? I don't want to go in there and ask ask my opponent, hey, what do you do? I want to know. I want to have your repertoire down packed. So how so do you I can like, counter that? So how do you find like all this information? Like where do you find videos of your opponents? Um, YouTube. Uh, yeah, pretty much YouTube. I, I find them on I find them on Twitter. I, I talk shit. I, I, send them, <laughs> I, I talk shit literally. Um, pretty much is is a very very simple very simple premise and very simple plot. I'm working them. I'm working them where? I'm working them at uh. I'm working about this promotion. All right, cool. Twitter. All right. Hey. Ugly Ducklings, I'm going to whoop your ass at this promotion. Blah, blah, blah. See you this date. Oh, so now I got now I got a nice little buzz going. I got the fans like, oh shit, why? What? What they do? They got to get the ass whooped. That's what they do. I'm like, I'm like, what? What? What did they do wrong? Why? Why? Why does that whoop being so aggressive? I'm like, cause I'm like, I gotta fight them, and I got, and if you're in my way of success, I'm gonna knock your ass the fuck out. That's what's up. I'm like, like there's three. There's a few things in in this world that I hate. Um, black licorice. <laughs> <laughs> I love black licorice. I feel I you. Cannot, I cannot stand black licorice. Um, but the the top of my list, um, um, p- slow walkers, aka people in my way. Um, growing growing up, there's a saying. There, there's a saying that I grew up. I, I grew up constantly hearing, "If you don't get right, you get left." That's so I'm like. Man. So I always took that into heart. Like, I like don't get in my way. Like, you're, if you're in my way, I'm gonna move you. So I like to make my competition for that same way. Like, you're you're the stepping stone to where I where I need to be. So who's your next stepping stone? Who's your next match? Um, January 13th, Warriors of Wrestling. I am defending my Warriors of Wrestling No Limits title in a six way TLC match. Six way TLC match. Okay. Yes, I won my title. I won my title in a fiddle four-way ladder match. Um, now, I def- now I'm up the ante by putting the person that put me through a ladder through two tables. Through, I okay, guarantee. okay. 
Not one, but two. I'm I'm gonna see some footage of that. I'm gonna have to see the footage, I'm gonna to see the replays, and I'm gonna watch it a lot. So as I man, anybody you wanna plug? Anybody you wanna shout out? Um, or shout out or shit <laughs> Oh man, uh oh Darius Card, I'm definitely coming back for a rematch. I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop that man's ass. Like Woo! seriously, you can you can find him at Darius Carter on Twitter. Um, but definitely I want to plug in Yep, I want to plug in Yep, I like wrestling. You can find him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Yep, I like wrestling. Um, anyone that wants to follow me or look or look for me, um, Isaiah Isaiah Wolf underscore or Isaiah underscore Wolf twenty three at Instagram. Um, Isaiah Wolf seven one eight on Twitter. Isaiah Wolf pretty much on Facebook. Um, or if you can't find that, put Alpha the Alpha Male twenty three. Uh, <clears throat> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, honestly, honestly speaking, like, like I, I always gear my, I gear myself towards, towards sports and where I'm from. So I'm like, anyone ever wants to let me, I'm like, I ain't really that hard to find, man. Like, like, but uh, definitely, um, I'll, I'll, I'm trying to make more moves in 2018, 2000, 2017 was a good year for me, but now it's time to make that shit better. That's what's up, man. That's always a good mindset to have. And we thank you for stopping by here, man. We hope we can get, help you get your numbers up, and we hope your 2018 is blessed, my man. Almost definitely, I'm like, I, I want, I want mad people to hear this. I'm like, I want to be in Central Florida telling those folks to kiss my ass and fuck orange you. I, I want be like, let, I let me hit up out. some people. Let me hit up some people. Let me see if I can get you down here, my man. I'm like, sure, you you get it, man. I'll shoot, man. I, I definitely like to tear it up in in Florida. But you don't like orange juice, bro. Orange juice is what's up. up. I know, and and that's a great and that's a great part about it. I'm like, I, I go to far to say fuck orange juice. I love apple juice because I'm from the Big Apple. Bam! I'm telling you, people would hate you, bro. And I did my job then. <laughs> <laughs> All the Florida heat on them, and that's a lot of heat, man. Florida's hot as fuck. That's cool. I'm, 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 bring it on, man. All right, my man. So, sounds like a great interview, man. Oh, no doubt. Oh, I got to Um, I just want to make. I want to shout out to my my family. My lovely wife slash manager that's been holding it down, and um, this this was a bomb ass interview, man. Like, hopefully, we need to do this shit face to face, like real real talk. I'm like, I got some Isaiah Wolf bands. Oh yeah, man. Isaiah, I got some Isaiah Wolf wristbands for y'all, and some t-shirts coming y'all way anytime anytime we we link up, man. Oh shoot, we might have to make a heels journey out to Crown Heights. <laughs> Shout out your wrestling promotion one more time for the fans. Let them know the next show. Um, pretty much um, January 13th, Warriors of Wrestling. We'll be selling a DVD shortly after that show is done. Um, uh, pretty much, I'm pretty much hitting it. Like my, Isaiah Wolf, you can see me at Warriors of Wrestling. Instead, now Capital Wrestling, Synergy Wrestling, uh, Nova, Nova Promotions, um, LDN Wrestling in London. And um, that's what I that's all I that's all I got for the time being. I'll I'll, like, I'll be sure to let people know what I'm doing in in the future. So. Please be on the lookout. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm a rising star. I'm trying to be a, trying to be a mainstay. And we're trying to get him down here in Central Florida so we can say fuck orange to all you people. <laughs> <laughs> and as usual, support your local heels. I'm always definitely man. Heels out. Heels out, man. <laughs>